Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Today we have a great drill sergeant malicious compliance story. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, want it your way? Fine, but this ain't Burger King. When I was in the Marines, 1983 to 1987, my primary MOS, military job for those who don't speak Marine, was field wireman. My job was set up telephone and communication systems, primarily when out in the field. This included setting up switchboards, telephone networks, wiring into other communication systems, and the like. Most of the equipment I worked on dated back to the Korean War era, but we were starting to transition into more modern systems. One piece of equipment was a digital-slash-programmable switchboard that could be used with every other piece of comm equipment we had, all the way from hand-cranked telephones to multi-channel radios. It was a cool piece of gear for its time, but expensive as heck, right around $36,000 in the 80s. There were three different switching cards, and if you didn't connect the gear right, you could blow the card out. Because of this, we did quite a bit of training before setting one of these bad boys up. To connect things in, we used comm wire, copper strands for signals, steel strands for tensile strength. Wiremen would do their best to string it out of the way when it went to phones and such, because it can be a trip hazard, get wrapped up in tank tracks, all kinds of stuff. We don't want our work undone. With that simple background, we get into our story. The cast is me, the OP, CC, the comm chief, Baby Huey, the know-nothing second lieutenant, BAT, the big butt tracked vehicle, Big Man, the commanding officer of the unit, and The Man, the commanding general of the operation. In the spring of 1987, my unit was involved in one of the largest field training operations held on the East Coast. As part of this, the unit was responsible for setting up the backbone of the communications for the entire operation, and for this, we were using a bunch of those big boy switchboards. My crew, 10 marines in all, were setting up a system for one of the subordinate units, and after talking with the comm chief, the senior enlisted communications marine in the unit, I knew how to program the cards. No problem. No problem at all. I pull the cards and, while sitting on the deck, went about doing my work. I'm there no more than 5 minutes when a second lieutenant comes in and looks at the switchboard. You can't place this here, marine. Sir, this is where the CC told me to put it. I don't care what he told you, I'm telling you it goes in the next tent over. Since the CC is off doing his thing, I do what baby Huey the second Louie says I need to do. I tell my team to break things down and move it to the next tent and restart the process. I take a look around and see that we're right next to one of the main trails, which out there meant tanks and other tracked vehicles, along with trucks, Humvees, Jeeps, you name it. No problem, we can route our wires through the trees over the trail and I set the team up to do just that. I go back to setting up the switchboard, and baby Huey is back yelling at my crew about how long it's taking to set things up. I head out and say, sir, what's the problem? And he starts screaming about how long it's taking my crew to set things up. Okay, sir, two things. It's important we take a bit of time on this because it needs to work, and I'm the senior marine in this group. Come see me about the issues and I'll take care of it. 
Baby Hubie did not like this and tells me we are to be on comms in 10 minutes. Is that a direct order, sir? Once he acknowledged it was, I said, aye aye, sir. Cue malicious compliance. I turn to my crew and tell them to run the comm wire on the ground. Just get it done. I'll take the heat. One of my marines grinned because he, like me, knew what was coming. I went back in, finished up the programming, and started to plug in the wires, connected the power and ground, and did a few test calls. As we were buttoning up, CC pops in. What the heck? You're supposed to be in the tent over there. Yep, I know, but baby Huey the second Louie said that was wrong. CC gets a pained look, then shakes his head and walks outside and sees the comm wire lying on the ground going across the trail. What the freak is this? Baby Huey told us to be up in 10 minutes, and overheading it like we're supposed to would take longer than that. I tried to explain it to him, but he said he didn't care. The CC asked if I knew Baby Huey's last name. There were a lot of second lieutenants running around, and this was before we wore name tapes on our uniforms. And I didn't. Huh, we don't have a single one of them in our unit. Let me do some checking around. With that, CC heads off. I tell my team to head back to our command post and I'd button things up. I did some check-throughs and waited for the CC to come back. Before he did, BH was back. After I told him that everything was connected, he said, Good job, Marine, that'll be all. About an hour later, my gunny, gunnery sergeant, ambles up to me and says, OP, did your team set up so-and-so Marine switchboard? Aye, gunny, tell me about it. So I did, and his eyebrows went up. I would say eyebrows, but my gunny only had one. He laughs and says, Alright, get your team and come with me. Oh, and have them grab another switchboard and power supply. I look at him and he holds up his hand to stop me. You'll see. We toss the gear into a Humvee and head over to so-and-so Marines, and CC, the big man, and the man are standing outside the tent where we set up the switchboard. About 20 yards past on the trail is a tank crew pulling comm wire from the undercarriage, along with the mangled mass of what had been the switchboard. Gunny and I walk up and report in, and the CC has a rather stoic look. Big man looks at me and asks, Is this your freak-up, Marine? I say, No, sir. My team and I were following orders. Is this what you ordered, CC? No, sir, it's not. My orders were to set up in a different tent and make things safe. Well, then who were the orders from? At that point, I see baby Huey yelling at another group of Marines some 50 yards away and point him out. That lieutenant, Colonel. This makes the man suddenly look like he's peeing a peach pit. And after taking a moment to calm himself, he says, Got this in hand, CC? Yes, General. After a few nods, big man and the man start off. He looks at me. Son, I know you were doing as you were ordered, but I figured a corporal of the Marines could set a boot lieutenant straight. Aye, sir, that's true. If the boot Louie doesn't believe he knows everything... I found out later that baby Huey had been on the man's radar for a bit. I also found out that he didn't have any responsibility for comms at all. He was in logistics and felt his job was to make sure the site was set up to his specs. I'm just happy I didn't have to write up the damage report. As a note, if we had set up where we were supposed to originally, it would have made it easier to overhead the comm wire. There were base telephone poles there. Granted, we still could have used them from the second tent, but it would have taken longer than 10 minutes to get the wires routed properly. 
I'm not gonna lie, I'm definitely not somebody that's up on their military terms and ranks, so I still don't really know the hierarchy of everything going on here. But I do know if there's one place where you don't want to overstep your rank, it would probably be in the military. Or really any kind of military-adjacent scenario. Our next story is Muddy Drill Sergeant. First of all, I got mad respect for the uniform and all servicemen past and present, except for one. Here's my story. When I was 19, I did my military service as was custom for young men in my country. See, I'm not American. Anyhow, I did enjoy my time in the defense force quite a lot. Made some new friends, learned a lot of new stuff, and I also bought me one year of thinking what to do with my life. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. I had some plans to continue in uniform one way or another, but that's not really interesting in this story. What is interesting is some basic facts to keep in mind during my story, however. First of all, I did my military service 15 minutes drive from home, which meant that I knew all the area around the base pretty well since I'd grown up in there. I'm also that kind of person that will ask questions to learn more and who will always try to put in my best effort in everything I do and also to learn the rules. As a new recruit, there's a ton of things to learn. How to dress, how many buttons to button and so on. Shaving of the hair is encouraged, but not mandatory. Same goes for facial hair. Personally, I enjoy having a bit of hair on top, but shaved on the sides. And here my antagonist enters the story. One of the three drill sergeants that was set to teach us the basics of soldiering, I was quick to learn the ropes. Maybe not the most fit of the recruits, but certainly not the sloppiest either. 
Every morning we would line up for inspection, and the drill sergeants would inspect each and every one of us recruits, often finding small defects to complain about, sending us away to correct, and each time it happened to me, I would always smile and say, yes sir, and go and correct it, knowing there was nothing to correct. It was just a way to drill us. Now one of the sergeants, let's call him Sergeant B, Sergeant B always found something to complain about on everyone, and I think it annoyed him that I always smiled. Sergeant B was shorter than average and somewhat rounded. Not fat, just a bit chunkier than average as well. Instead of talking loud like the others, he preferred screaming, especially in the face of people. I guess he'd seen too many war movies with bad drill instructors in them. That did not go down well with us conscripts, really. We quickly lost respect for him as a person, but we did respect him for being our superior officer, or his uniform if that makes sense. Anyhow, he didn't seem to like me at all and would always mess with me and one day I got my revenge. It was in the fall, we were outside the base training for a bigger exercise coming up. They had divided us into groups of eight and our mission was to relocate from one location to another. We had all our personal equipment like backpack, weapon, and so on, plus the group tent, stove, and heavy machine gun. So we were quite heavy equipment-wise, and I was assigned group leader this event. Good thing, we were in an area I knew well, so navigating was easy since I knew all the paths in the forest and so on, and Sergeant B was tagging along, not knowing I knew the area, but my team knew. The path we took ended up at a small swamp and would split so you could walk around the swamp on either side. I decided we should take a 5 minute rest since we were ahead of schedule anyway. Sergeant B did not like that, even though I think honestly he was the one who needed it the most since he was the one huffing and puffing despite he didn't carry anything except his uniform and a water bottle. I asked my team which side around the swamp they wanted to go and told them the pros and cons of each way. I don't remember which way we chose, but I remember I picked up the machine gun, 12.4 kilo, so quite heavy. Now Sergeant B intervened and demanded I check the map, but I said we already decided to go around the swamp. For some reason, Sergeant B wanted us to cross the swamp. It looked dry enough to cross, but I declined and said we'd go around. This is where he pulled rank and demanded we cross. Cue my malicious compliance. I asked him if he would take command of the group and lead us across, to which he replied, I'll take command. Group, follow me. So I stood down and let him pass me. I think he managed to take about one and a half step into the swamp before he had sunken down to his waist in mud. We decided not to follow him and instead we all just looked at him. After a while, one of the others asked him, Any new orders, sir? We pulled him out of the swamp. He was furious but didn't say a word. He walked back the way we came in his wet muddy uniform. The rest of us continued around the swamp. We didn't see him back in camp that day. After that incident, he didn't bother me anymore for the rest of my conscription time. This guy was definitely trying to give you an incredibly hard time just because they probably didn't like you. I mean the fact alone, you're ahead of schedule and they still want you to go through the swamp? I mean, maybe if you're in the field and you've got to get to a place as soon as possible, maybe you go through? But who in their right mind is going to risk their lives during a dumb training mission, trying to cross this forest swamp that you have multiple ways to just go around? This next story is... So you want me to do the dishes? When I was in my 20s, I worked with a man hauling hay. Tough job, hot, dirty, sweaty, 
Nothing like the pics you see of these dudes throwing hay with no shirts on, etc. Anyway, I would usually meet him at his house before daylight, hook up the truck and trailer, and then go to work. Anyways, my boss was prone to decide to take the day off and go fishing, etc. without giving me a heads up. So those days, I would go into the house and there would be a list of things needing done, i.e. grease the trailer, service the truck, pick up parts, etc. It was irritating because if it was that type of day, I wouldn't have had to have been up at 3 o'clock to get to his house to meet him, and I wouldn't be able to go to any parts stores, etc. because they didn't open until 8 o'clock or later. One particular morning, I get to his house. No boss. I go in and find the list and it simply says, do the dishes. I look at the sink and apparently he had left his dishes for about a week in there and it was nasty. So I loaded the dishwasher, added the liquid dishwashing soap for washing by hand, think dawn, and left. To say he was surprised when he got home is an understatement, but he never asked me to do dishes again. Edit for clarity regarding pay. The clarity about pay, when we get paid, I got paid $2.50 a bale delivered. I used my truck, his trailer. A 12-hour day could equal several hundred bucks. On shop days, I was paid by the hour for actual hours worked. If my only job was to wash dishes, at most I'd get an hour's pay, which didn't pay for my gas, drive time, and actual time at his house. So, shrug... So with the clarification on how pay worked, I can understand how if OP's going to have one of these shop days, they're definitely going to be motivated to, or well, unmotivated to put in much effort at all. Especially if it's something as dumb as, hey, wash my dishes. You go very quickly from working with a man who hauls hay for a living to just maid duty for a probably low hourly rate. No thanks. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.